Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Morning Mayhem, One Dimitri Radio, and we live in strange and twisted times. We've got the Obamacare thing going on uh, that has now morphed into Trump Care. We've got um, a guy who is trying to turn himself into an elf, and we have someone who is accused of assaulting a chicken. Yes, a chicken. Um, I'm actually wearing yellow this morning in solidarity with the uh, victim, and we'll try to get to that in just uh, a bit. All right. First, Obamacare. Um, the Republicans in the House did a very strange thing. They decided to replace Obamacare with kind of Obamacare, where they don't like the government being in charge of our health care. They passed a bill that sort of kind of still makes the government in charge of our health care, but it's not as bad. So this is uh, Democrat light, I'm guessing, rhinos, whatever. Uh, a few of the Republicans of the Freedom Caucus signed on to this. I'll never understand why, but whatever. Anyway, what's really interesting to me, uh, first off, uh, I'm not going to go into the details of this thing because, of course, the Republicans were acting like the Democrats. They wouldn't let us see what was going on. We have no idea what's really inside of this thing other than what they're pretty much telling us. It hasn't been scored yet, which means that we don't know what the numbers are going to be and who cares anyway, because after the government scored Obamacare, it turned out to be all a great big lie. Everything is a lie. That's the bottom line with our government. It's just all a great big lie. All right. On that happy note, speaking of notes, it was, it was really interesting uh, to me as your uh, lovable libertarian. By the way, that's trademark, service mark, copyright, patent, metting. Don't steal it. And I'm uh, broadcasting here at the inter- uh, streaming here at the intersection of freedom and fun. Trademark, service mark, copyright, patent, metting. Don't steal that either. What was really interesting to me was the story about the music connected with Obamacare morphing into Trump care. Yes, the music. The Republicans, I'm not making this up, the Republicans, before they took the vote, played a, um, a song. Uh, they played the theme from Rocky. I guess Maynard uh, Ferguson is the guy who did that thing a million years ago. And so they played the, 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 the Rocky theme, and then they voted on this, and they're getting all pumped up and all this kind of stuff. And then the Democrats, after the Republicans passed um, – the new version of Obamacare, Trump Care, or Obamacare 2.0, whatever the hell they're going to call it, um, the Democrats started singing, na na, hey hey, kiss him goodbye. And the message that I think the Democrats were sending was that these Republicans are going to be kissing, are going to be kissed goodbye with the voters. They're going to be losing their seats. Other people that were going, well, you know, that actually could be a reference to Obamacare itself, na na, hey hey, kiss him goodbye. Anyway, so you've got the, the battle of bands going on here in Congress doing Name That Tune. Meanwhile, I'm sitting back here in flyover country in the greater Pittsburgh tri-state area, and I'm thinking, you know, the, the really appropriate musical note for all of this should be the sad trombone, which is not a very good sad trombone, but uh, this is the best I can afford here, uh, because uh, the, the people, you and more importantly, me, 
are gotten screwed yet again by government. Not as badly screwed with the Republican version as the Democrat version, but screwed nevertheless, because they're still in charge. They still are saying, oh, yeah, you can stay on your mommy and daddy's plan until you're a middle-aged or almost a middle-aged man, 26 years old. Well, you're living in their basement, so what the hell? And if there's a pre-existing condition, well, that's okay. We'll get everybody else to pay for it because that's the right thing to do. There's no difference with these two parties. They both make me so sick. I want to just hurl big chunks. I really do. So now it's going to go to the Senate. And the Senate's like a whole other animal. They've got all these arcane rules. And I'm not even sure what arcane means, but I know it's kind of complicated and old and twisted and they make no sense anyway. And they want it that way because they don't want to pass anything because that way they don't want to take any tough votes. So it's going to get all chopped up and all turned around there. And at the end, we're going to have the end of Obamacare anyway, because it's collapsing on its own weight and no real alternative, which to me would be abolishing any of these artificial barriers that the states put up regarding interstate commerce so that I can buy my health care from a company in Alaska if I wanted to, for example, like I can with car insurance and all other types of insurance and get the government out of it uh, completely what I would do as a libertarian. I'm Dimitri, the lovable libertarian, by the way. Uh, Welcome to our morning mayhem uh, here. Uh, We stream uh, five days a week, 9 a.m. on blogtalkradio.com and on Facebook Live. Um, If it were up to me, what I would do is a purely libertarian solution. If I were the president of the United States, can you imagine that? Me in the White House, man, I'd be playing with those nuclear buttons all the time going, ah, you know, trying to play chicken with different, no, that's just me. Anyway, what I would do regarding healthcare, though, I'd be actually quite serious. I would propose a bill saying, okay, you got to pass this bill that any company that wants to get into the healthcare business or any company that wants to create hospitals, here's, this is actually a wonderful idea. My bill would say that no federal laws or rules or regulations would apply. You could start a business providing health care or start a hospital, maybe a free hospital or whatever, and you would not have to adhere to any federal law or federal rule and regulation. You'd be under the complete control, whatever control there is, of whatever state you happen to be in. I guess most people go to Delaware because no corporate taxes. But by doing that, by simply creating or allowing the creation of businesses that will provide health care and provide free hospitals without any kind of federal government control, oversight, or anything, I think that would be fantastic. What have we got to lose? We have nothing to lose right now. And who knows how many different wonderful ideas would come up when people were going, wait a minute, I can start a business and I don't have to worry about any federal controls whatsoever. I can just start with a blank sheet of paper and create something that will help people and then just deal with whatever state regulators I happen to be dealing with. That would be fantastic. That would be my idea. Nobody else is coming up with this because they're all the same. They're inside the beltway. It's just the Republican version of government control versus the Democrat version of government control. But me, that's what I would do. So uh, stay tuned for whatever else is going to be happening with the Battle of the Bands. Name that tune. Congress. But how surreal is this? How surreal is this god only knows what the next song is going to be that they're going to be picking to to start playing you know back and forth maybe with the president's uh, address to a joint session of congress maybe the democrats play pop goes the weasel or something like that i mean who the hell knows i don't know 
They're both insane. But my solution actually makes sense. And you're getting something that I am sure, I am sure, in fact, I would bet your last dollar that you're not getting anywhere else. Dimitri's solution is radical free market solution. Any business that wants to get into the healthcare business to provide health insurance, to provide, to create free hospitals like they do with the Shrine Hospitals and also with St. Jude Research Center, um, any hospital like that and other hospitals that we, at least we used to have that were, you know, religious organizations, any hospital or any kind of company that wants to do healthcare, um, healthcare insurance, no federal laws or rules or regulations would apply. What kind of freedom would that be? Would that be awesome? The companies would be in different states that they would feel comfortable working in within those parameters. What have we got to lose? We have nothing to lose. People should be coming up with stuff like this. This is why it's left to me to do this for you. So um, you're welcome. All right. Um, so we did that. Battle of the Bands here. Name that tune. Oh, this is a very strange story. I want to thank uh, my Facebook friend, Mike Opelka, for this uh, from The Blaze. A, um, a teen, a teenager, excuse me, a, a man who had been a teenager and was bullied as a teenager, now wants to become an elf, E-L-F, and he's putting his money where his mouth is. This guy is in Argentina, and he is spending thousands, up $30,000, to go through a process to transform himself physically into an elf. And in fact, some of the stuff that he is, okay, about $30,000, and he wants to become a trans species, and he is using a combination of plastic surgery, Body hair removal, which I'm already halfway there with my head, um, and skin bleaching to become a trans species, to become an elf. Apparently, when he was a kid, he was bullied a lot for his looks. And so his solution is, well, let me think here. I've been bullied as a kid. He's in Argentina, so I'm guessing it can be pretty bad being bullied in Argentina with all those gauchos running around with all their leather chaps and all this kind of stuff. I mean, the Argentines can be pretty rough people. Anyway, so he's thinking to himself, okay, I was bullied as a kid. So what's the solution to no longer being bullied and mocked? Oh, I know. I'll spend $30,000. I'll go through a process that includes plastic surgery, body hair removal, and skin bleaching, which turned out really well for Michael Jackson too, by the way, in order to become an elf. Because then people won't be mocking me. They won't be bullying me. No, no, no. They'll take me seriously then when I'm an elf. <clears throat> Why an elf? Well, I imagine that he'll have a number, because he still needs a job. And who's going to hire this guy? He goes in for a job interview, and my God, you're an elf. You know, uh, do you really know how to do you know, Windows 10? Uh, that's not going to work. So my guess is that he's given this a lot of thought. God, I hope so. Um, but as an elf... He could actually create um, uh, work for himself. For example, in December, um, he could start wearing red, green, and white, and he could uh, end up uh, sitting on shelves because during the Christmas season, you have this elf on a shelf thing. He could be a real elf on a shelf. Now, you would need a very strong shelf because this is like a grown-up. This is a human here. But during the Christmas season in Argentina, which I assume they have Christmas in Argentina, and I'm guessing it's red and green and white because that's you know the traditional colors of Christmas that everybody throughout the world should know, even though it's only in America. Um, I'm guessing he would be a shelf, an elf on a shelf. Now, what about other times of the year? Well, in March, 
my guess is that he would uh, be dressed in green, speak with a brogue, walk around with a, a kettle of gold, and uh, say that he's a leprechaun. Because, you know, that whole rainbow thing with a kettle of gold and all that. Um, so he could do that during this whole first half of March, up until St. Patrick's Day. After that, it becomes a bit dated. But also, he could go to work for cereal companies, specifically Lucky Charms, because Lucky Charms has a leprechaun, which is, what is a leprechaun? It's an elf. And so he could end up talking about all these different neat things that you can eat with your, with your Lucky Charms. So he's got all of that going on. Plus, anytime there's a revival of, um, of uh, The Wizard of Oz, he could certainly be, you know, one of the um, munchkins and sing about the lollipop guild or whatever. So I think he's got some opportunities here uh, being an elf. So stay tuned because uh, I'm sure we'll be hearing a lot more about this uh, type of stuff, too. All right. Uh, let's see. What else? Oh, yes. A guy has been accused of sexually assaulting a chicken. I know the story is real because this was uh, reported by Pittsburgh's Action News 4. Uh, what we in Pittsburgh call WTAE Channel 4, but it's Action News 4. And uh, it says, reports, man accused of sexually assaulting chicken. This happened apparently in uh, Oregon, according to the uh, OregonLive.com site. A guy named Joshua Waltman, uh, charged with sexual assault of an animal, public indecency, menacing, and disorderly conduct. He exposed himself and came into contact with the chicken, according to some court uh, documents. And frankly, that's about all the details that I want to share with you regarding this, because anything other than that is like, ugh. at first when I heard this story, we got just a few seconds left here. My producer is going to tell me, telling me now, 90 seconds left uh, with our morning mayhem five days a week. Please share this with other people. Please let them know what, uh, what we are doing and uh, spread the word and follow me on Facebook and also on Twitter. I'm on Twitter and Facebook and all that. Um, <clears throat> And on, of course, blogtalkradio.com uh, and Facebook Live. Tonight, I'm going to be on PCNC uh, Night Talk. I'll be one of the featured panelists on Happy Hour, where I'll be talking with Ellis Cannon, who is the host of Night Talk. And uh, we've got some other guests that are going to be on. I don't know who they are yet, but it's going to be a fantastic show. So if you are in the greater Pittsburgh tri-state area and you have the PCNC cable channel, which really you should, uh, then you'll have a chance to see me, and I'll be wearing my black leather jacket over this. Again, the yellow still in solidarity with a chicken that was sexually uh, assaulted. At first, I thought the story was another thing with uh, Duquesne University and the kids there being upset about Chick-fil-A. And they were, it was like a metaphor, a chicken metaphor. Uh, but no, it was actually a real chicken that allegedly was sexually assaulted. And I could go into lots and lots of crude jokes about hashtag chicken McNuggets or hashtag uh, finger licking good, or hashtag, well, you get the idea. But I have standards, I have values. Not very high standards, not very high values. Let's kind of show that I do. So have a great one. We'll do it again on Monday, 9 a.m., 1 Dimitri Radio.